Oh, that doesn't make sense. I feel a little dizzy. I think my old baby is fighting a chupacabra for supremacy. <laughs> Let's do this. Game five, six, 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 six. When you're in last place, you don't really care. <laughs> Welcome to game six of the Brain Drain Tournament here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host and in last place, Davo. With me, we have Kells. Cheerio, gentlemen. We have Andy. Hello, Ladle Brainers. And, uh, Neil, have you got some news for us? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, our our favorite teenager is not going to be able to finish the tournament. Um, some kind of hazy story about school and sororities and I don't know. It's all Greek to me. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see what you did there. <laughs> However, so unfortunately, Macy is not going to be able to finish the tournament. She has uh -huh. requested, though, that we add her points to the rest of the teams, the rest of the gang, to, uh, you know, as kind of a parting bonus. Um, so I have... I'm assuming that's Andy. Oh, I, I just... I presume we just were saying goodbye to her because, uh, I, you know, I'm guessing Davo had her offed. No. Um, I mean, Deva was pretty bitter about being beat by a teenage girl, and uh, now she's no. gone? No. Hmm. Responsibility. That's your story. Okay. Yes. She's, she's a wonderful, intelligent young lady who is having to do three, three projects and lots of school-related activities that us old folks don't have to deal with. Correct. So... I mean, the good news is, after a couple of episodes, if she wanted to come back and play, she'd still have a decent chance. <laughs> that's, that's very true. But yeah, she, she has requested that I add her points back to the rest of the, the players. So uh, no. that means you all have an additional 394 points. And since so oh. the point of the tournament is to reduce your point total to zero from 2020 you guys hmm. are deeper in the hole than you were before oh so oh just that's great now. news because it's 2020 <laughs> yeah, because right. it's 2020 it's on, it's on brand so that brings our uh so the tournament is the brain drain tournament and as i mentioned because this is 2020 and 2020 sucks everybody started this tournament with 2020 points um, after each game, we are subtracting their point total from 2020, and the first person to zero wins the tournament. Um, currently, Kells is in the lead. Uh, 
with uh, Andy a distant second and Devo a slightly more distant third. <laughs> Kells has a 118 point lead on Andy uh-huh. and a 149 point lead on Devo. Okay. So. So if somebody was going to disappear next. <laughs> well, as long as it's not me, whatever you guys work out is fine. <laughs> so each week we have a theme. And within that theme, I've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There's a few bonus questions thrown in here and there for a few points each. And then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And today's theme is something that I'm going to have to apologize for. Oh, um, great. Not for the theme itself, because it's a good theme. And questions are, for the most part, donated by our friend Barry Shockle. Question writer extraordinary. And he was like, hey, you know, there's a holiday coming up. I'll write you some questions for that holiday. And I'm like, great. I'll check the calendar. And I said, well, if we record today, it'll be out just in time for the holiday, which, of course, is Halloween. And I, in my calculations, I forgot an episode. So this All Things Spooky episode is going to be coming out, I think, on November third so my bad i apologize but what are you gonna do 2020 right thank you thank you andy (laughs) so the theme is all things spooky spooky i like spooky i like this i feel good about this oh the the gimmick for this tournament is that i have randomly selected a question for each player that's going to be the double down question if the player gets it right they get a bonus of 10 points if they get it wrong they will each of their opponents will get 10 points and since this is a very uh very set of questions andy very shockle joint (laughs) there are no science questions yay thank you Barry. you're my hero but remember, there'll also be the very famous easy mode. <laughs> Barry's easy modes are things like, I've taken the pin out of this grenade. Find it. <laughs> uh, but the first category is literature. Book. All right. <laughs> yeah, books, David. Books. <laughs> we'll start with an easy one. What was Stephen okay. King's first novel? Locked in. I'm locked in as well. Locked in? Kels? Carrie? Deva? Carrie. And Andy? I wasn't positive, but I feel better out they all said Carrie. The correct answer is Carrie. I got a trivia nugget about that one. Oh, yeah? Ooh. I'm a, I'm a pretty big Stephen King fan. The story goes that Stephen King wrote the book. He didn't think it was good enough. He didn't like it. So he ended up throwing it away. And his wife, Tabitha, pulled it out of the trash and said, you're going to get this, you're going to finish this, and you're going to publish this, or I'm out the door. Wow. Wow. Really? Yes. And they are still married to this day. Oh. Good call. And question two. Speaking of Stephen King, his son is an award-winning horror writer whose writings include the novel The Fireman, the short story In the Tall Grass... 
and the graphic novel Lock and Key. What is his pen name? Locked in. Oh, I have oh. no idea. I did not know Stephen King had a son that wasn't like undead or something. <laughs> I can't. He's a hate from that pet cemetery. I can't confirm that he's not. Kid had clowns at every birthday. Two of those stories I mentioned, by the way, are, are uh, I believe they're on Netflix at the moment. Yeah. All right. Uh, they're both in. good. I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, Davo. Joe Hill. Andy. Hmm. Ben E. King. <laughs> and Kells. I said Stefan Prince. No. Oh. The correct answer is Joe Hill. I believe his, his actual name is something like Joe Joseph Hillhouse King, but he hmm. wanted to, I think he wanted to succeed on with his own name and not with his dad's name. Well, you, you also can't go Joe King. I mean, that's, that's, oh, that's no good for a horror point. writer. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as opposed to his other son, Owen King, who writes <clears throat> under the name Owen King. So I guess he's willing to, I think it's kind of an Emilio Estevez, uh, Charlie Sheen, Martin, Charlie Sheen Martin, kind of deal. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't really know what that means when I said that. But. <laughs> All right, question three. In Mary Shelley's 1818 novel, what is Dr. Frankenstein's first name? And for a bonus, what is the secondary title of the novel? Locked in. Um... David, I thought you didn't read books. I read some books. <laughs> <laughs> He's got he's got a type. Um, I'm locked in. I'm I'm locked in. Andy. Victor Frankenstein, and I'm I'm a little confused. Is, is it uh, Frankenstein's monster? Okay. Kels. I also said Victor, but um, I feel like the the other titles got something to do with uh, Prometheus or something. I I couldn't come up with it. But what's your answer for the bonus? I, I mean, I really don't have one. Okay, Deva, uh, Victor, and I. You may kick yourself, Kells. I think the the other title is a modern Prometheus. Modern Prometheus. As soon as he yeah. said Prometheus, I I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's it's technically the modern, or it's it's Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. But I'll give you yeah. full points, Deva. I would have given you half points, Kells, if you'd answered Prometheus. Oh, man. Never walk away from the pity point. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the little by table? Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Question four. R.M. Wren is an inmate at the lunatic asylum overseen by Dr. John Seward. Wren suffers from delusions which compel him to eat living creatures in the hope of obtaining their life force for himself. In what classic novel? Locked in. This premise sounds very familiar, but I, I'm not yeah. sure of the title. I'm locked in. Locked in. Kels? I said the Audrey 2 cycle. <laughs> David? Dracula. Oh, thank gosh. Andy. <laughs> I guessed Dracula at the very last second. Well, I mean, it's the last second <clears throat> until you locked in, so, I mean, 
Right. <laughs> you could have locked in and then waited for a few more seconds if you wanted to. Yes, I, I get that. To avoid the rush. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying how time works. <laughs> the correct answer is Dracula. All right, at the end of our literature category, Kells has 20, Andy 30, and Devo has a perfect 42. Uh, wow. May you fall on your face, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Category two is television. Television. And so remember that uh, this is spooky stuff. It's not necessarily scary stuff. Right? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to throw that out there. Question one. What was the longest running supernatural themed TV show of the 60s and 70s? Mm, I feel like mm, I feel like you want me to say the obvious thing because it's the other thing, but it's really the obvious thing, and I don't like that. I sixties and seventies, man. I'm gonna go with the with the other one, but I bet I'm torn between I, three, and I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I guess you got three. I could only think of two. I'm locked in. David? I said Dark Shadows. Oh, that's mm. a good guess, too. Not part of my three. Andy? <laughs> I was uh, I was torn between Twilight Zone, um, The Munsters, or Scooby-Doo. And I went with Scooby-Doo. Ooh. Hmm. And Kells. Uh, Andy, I think the Monsters had a really short run. So did, like, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? It was only, like, two or two seasons, mm. maybe. Well, the Adams Family had the super short run, I thought. I mean, I mean, they I think both the did. Monsters, hmm, could be. But I went with The Outer Limits. Oh, I was, that's I was jump, a good one. I was jumping between that and Twilight Zone. I just went Outer <clears> Limits. <throat> Those are really good answers. Wow. Sweep the lick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the correct answer, however, is bewitched. Oh, oh. rats! Didn't even think of that one. Wolf yeah, I checked the Munsters and the Adams Family. They both had like in the '60s for total episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Bewitched was more like 140 or something. Like yeah, that. no, God. Bewitched makes a lot of sense. I like that. Good good question, Barry. Yeah, that was a good one. I think this will be an easy one for you. What was the name of Gomez and Morticia's daughter in the Adams Family TV show and movies? Locked in. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, locked in. I'm pretty sure it was a <laughs> It was something. It was something. He put the, his brain perking. On the, on the stove. Like, oh, boop, I am boop. not well. <laughs> Are you locked in, Andy? Yes. What's your answer? Wednesday. Kels? Wednesday. Devo? Wednesday. Correct answer is when, Wednesday. 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 Question three. What Halloween-themed show or special has aired the most times on television? Um, locked in. Locked in. Oh, don't flub this. I'm going to be mad because... <sighs> I think I'm going to count off if you don't get the name exact. 
That's fair. Ooh, you you monster. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm locked in. All right, Kels. I was bouncing back between uh, horror and terror, but I think it's Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons. Okay. Devo? I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Andy? Mm. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That makes sense. Kells, I, th- I think he might be right in that that theme or show name has been aired, but we're talking about an actual show that has been re-aired multiple times. Re-aired. I got you. And the correct answer is, it's the great pumpkin, great pumpkin. Charlie Brown. Question four. What long-running TV show has featured such diverse actors as Jessica Lange, Angela Bassett, and Lady Gaga? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Devo. American Horror Story. Andy. American Horror Story. And Kells. American Horror Story. You nailed it. Horror Story. It's pronounced Horror Story. All right. After round two, Kells has 40, Andy 60, Devo 72. It's like we're in an upside down world. This is we're in the upside down. Oh, no. Yeah. We needed that in TV. Maybe I'll be doing a little better. <laughs> hey, Andy. Is this my double down? This is you double down. And <clears throat> I feel like you have the best chance of getting this one correct. Well, can I, I find out what category you? we're in first? Yeah, it's music. Oh, oh dog. I bet you're going to know before I even get to the meat of the question. <laughs> there are two songs I've almost already written down, but all right, go ahead. <laughs> just, just, just for fun, just say something when you, when you know what the answer is. Okay. What 1978 song from the album Excitable Boy? Locked in. Okay. <laughs> was the only top 40 hit for the artist and featured Mick Fleetwood and John McVie of Fleetwood Mac. And I'll tell you the artist for half points as an easy mode if you need it. Oh, I don't need it. No, I figured. Of course you don't. (laughs) 78 Excitable Boy, the only top 40 hit. Right. John McVie... And Mick Fleetwood were on the album. We're on the song. On the track. Yeah. Hmm. Just because I don't think it'll help you guys. The song was created as a more or less a bet from uh, from Jackson Brown. Yeah, I'm up on my Jackson Brown trivia. Don't you you diss Jackson Brown. Not on this show. I don't really know. I will stop the show. I I, I wish I knew who Jackson Brown was. You've heard him. Uh, cocaine, the loadout. Um, what does that mean? Like cocaine? Oh, well, there are hit songs of his. <laughs> I can play like he, a half. Never mind. Like, he, like he, he's the performer or he wrote and produced these? Is what was Both. And he also oh, wrote. And he also running, wrote. Running yeah, on Empty. Is maybe running on Empty, the Pretender. Take it easy. T- like I say, the Eagles hit he wrote, Take It Easy. I, I'm going to actually need easy mode for this one. Same here. Okay, the easy mode I think is going to give it away. The artist easy. was Warren Zevon. Oh my god! I think I, I know this from this show. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm locked in. Okay, Andy, for your double down, what's your answer? The song is called Werewolves of London. Kels? And his hair was perfect. <laughs> Werewolves yep. of London. And David? <laughs> yep. Werewolves of London. <laughs> Quick answer is Werewolves of London. So good job, Andy. You got 20 points on that one. The easiest 20 points you will ever get in your entire stinking life. (laughs) All right. I think this is another easy one. Who wrote and performed the theme song to the 1984 movie Ghostbusters? And for bonus, what was the singer's other top 10 hit, which he released two years earlier? Oh. Two years earlier. I have to think about that. I'm locked in on the, the... The answer, but I have to think about the t- the bonus. I don't think I'm going to get that. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I don't think I'll get the bonus either, so I'm going to save that brain power. I'm locked in with the answer. Nah, forget it. He's so bad. I'm just, I'm just going to lock in. Okay. Kels? Ray Parker Jr. David? Ray Parker Jr. And Andy? It's Ray Parker Jr., and you know you're bad when a novelty song outshines your other hit, which I have no idea what it was either. Well, you're all correct. The correct answer is Ray Parker Jr. The other song was called The Other Woman. Don't know if I know that. I, I, Never, I looked it up and listened no. to it, and sure enough, it sounds like Ray Parker Jr. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call? The other woman. <laughs> um. uh, question three. One major reason for the success of the 1978 movie Halloween is the moody musical sco- score, particularly the main theme, which consists of a piano melody played in 10-8 time or complex 5-4 meter. Oh. Name this composer and performer. And I have oh, an easy composer. mode for you. I'm locked in. I think I'm getting this mixed up with another song. I'm locked in. I think I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. There is an easy mode. I'll take the easy mode. Okay, so Davo and Kells are locked, or Davo and Andy are locked in, and Kells wants the easy mode. Mm-hmm. The easy mode is he was also the director of the movie. Oh man. Oh. I'm locked in. I'm wrong then. Davo. John Carpenter. Andy. I was thinking it's Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells. Am I wrong? That's an exorcist. That's the exorcist. That's the exorcist. Oh, see? Yeah. And Kels? John Carpenter. It is John Carpenter. All right, now I can hear it. Yep, now I yeah, know I what you're talking about. Yeah, I would try to hum it, but... Pure piano, yeah. Apparently he wrote the entire score for the movie in three days. Wow. I'm pretty sure he did a lot of drugs in the 70s. I was I was going to say, back when cocaine was a part of any good production. <laughs> <laughs> I can write an entire album in three days. You could get it for like $4.99 a pound. <laughs> uh, question four. You guys are never going to get it, but what fashionable singing group had a song on 1998's Elmo Palooza album titled I Want a Monster for a Friend? Elmo Palooza, what the hell? I'm locked in. Davo owns this. That's why he's really... Hey, hey. 
Hey. You do, don't you? Don't, don't no. you? No. No. You've seen it? I've seen it. How many times? More times than you've seen Godfather? <laughs> the exact same number of times. Wow. As I've seen Godfather. Then you need to watch Godfather one more time to break that tie, or I'm going to be very upset with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm I, I just want to say that um, how do we get to the music category without Michael Jackson's Thriller? Without Spooky Little Girl Like You, without Monster Mash, hello. I'm just trying to think of who was hot in that game. But I, I got to do something for Elmo. <laughs> uh, 98. I'm locked in. I just came up with a guess. Yeah, I'm just going to write somebody down. I'm locked in. Hey, Neil. Oh, wait, the, yeah. I got the year way off. Are you calling me first? Um... I will. Did you did you pick up on the clues in the question? I picked up on both of them. Hold up, can you say the question again? No, I'm gonna repeat. I'm gonna let you know what the clues were there, Kels. No, I just want to hear the question again. No, I'm I'm gonna let you. I'll figure out the clues. I'm gonna let you know what you missed. Oh, all right, fine. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Neil. Please, Neil. Go ahead, Neil. The question is: You guys are never gonna get it. But what fashionable singing group had a song on 1998's Jesus Elmo Palooza album Christ. titled, I Want to Be Yeah! Oh! Oh! Never so, Dava, what's your answer? Son of a... Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. And Never gonna get Andy. it. Never get it. I got my gears wrong. I thought there was a guess in there about monsters and everybody wants it. So I went with the famed monster, Lady Gaga. 98. Um, a little early for Lady Gaga. Yeah, a bit. I, I was trying to think of a popular a popular band around that time. I just said uh, Spice Girls. All right. Well, at the end of round three, holy cow. Kells has 60, Andy 90, and Deva 107. Woot. Woot, woot. I feel a little dizzy. <laughs> yeah. This is uncomfortable for all of us. Yeah, it beats my nosebleed, I guess. <laughs> uh, category four is movies. Uh, movies. What 1992 black comedy horror film starred Christy Swanson, Donald Sutherland, Paul Rubens, Rutger Hauer, Luke Perry, and Hilary Swank? Locked, Locked in. in. Oh, I think I know what this one is. Um... I used Locked to watch in. this all the time. Really? I've seen this more than Godfather. Oh, well. That doesn't take just, much, Dave. Yeah. You've seen commercials more than you've seen. I, if we're going to be, we're going to, if it's that, if that's the criteria, I'm thinking just movies that I've seen more than the Godfather. Okay. This is one of those. It's the only movie I know that Christy Swanson was in. Um, That's fair. I can't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head. Didn't she do the one? She was the one with the hostage movie with Charlie Sheen. Oh, um, I've seen that too. Like uh, he robbed the the, the, he the getaway. kidnapped her with a yeah the getaway. Like he had a baby Ruth. What a, can- yeah, was like, a candy bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like Kells was a big Christy Swanson fan back in the nineties. I was a big what's on HBO today. Let's watch that fan. That's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Is Andy still thinking? No, I locked in. Okay. Kells, what's your answer? 
Uh, before I give my answer, I just like to say that uh, Paul Rubens gives one of the funniest death scenes ever in this movie. Uh, I just uh, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> he start kick, uh, when he's kicking that wall. Like, oh, it's so funny! It, it, he looks down so at the stink. He looks up. But uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Andy. Oh, see, I went the wrong way with this. Uh, scary movie. Early, early. David. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Stephen Root's in this movie too. He was the principal who was giving detention slips to vampires. Oh man, I didn't know. Detention, 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 <laughs> detention. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously the correct answer is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is really funny. It's very nineties. Very. I forgot about him. I need to check it she out. Was, she was one of the own, one of our own classmates. One of the mean girls. Yeah. You let them in? They're seniors. <laughs> you watch this today. <laughs> All right. Kels, this is your double down. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it's not It's not going to be good. Oh, wow. Thanks. Actually, no, it'll, it, it's, it's gettable. Let me just read the question and then you can decide. (laughs) All right, question two. Long before the movie Ghostbusters in 1937, a short animated cartoon called Lonesome Ghosts was released uh, in which the Ajax ghost exterminators were hunting ghosts. For four points each, name the three members of the Ajax ghost exterminators. This is not right. This is this is not this is not right at all. The Ajax, the Ajax Ghost Company, Ajax Ghost Exterminators. A short. I am locked in. In 1937. I have not the slightest idea. I'm gonna take a stab at it. I mean, the question is open for everyone. It's just Kells has more writing on it than anybody else. <laughs> You know what? You know what, Kels? The way this one works is uh, it's four points each to name the three members. I cannot use this one as a double down question. Yeah, you can. No, because he'd have to get it all right, and that's not fair. Yep, I'm fine with it. No, I think that's fair. Devo, I think, don't you think that's fair? I'm going to have you, have you, have you looked abstain. at the overall <laughs> scores? I have looked at the overall st- scores, but I'm doing pretty well, so. I'm he don't want that karma. He don't want that karma. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Um, okay, that's fair I, enough. I have it's, selected. It's, I have selected a new double down for you. This is no longer your double down question. I mean, we we can we can still go with it. It's it's okay. I've already decided. Okay, it well, it is pretty unfair to have to get all yep, of the multiple yep, choice agreed. question. Three and what's good for Kells is good for the rest of us. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I, I have I have three educated guesses. All right, let's start with Andy. Uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. What, Davo? I said Peter, Ray, and Egon, but I think Andy's right. <laughs> I've seen this. I believe it's also the premiere of Casper the Friendly Ghost, if I remember correctly. Kels. Okay, so I was just trying to think of animated people from the '30s. So I have Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Pluto. Oh. Well, the correct answer 
is Mickey Mouse, Donald huh. Duck, and Goofy. Wow. Very nice. Sweet. Am I right about Casper? Uh, I didn't watch Or am I mixing thing. things up? It's Casper's not a Disney property. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Oh, that's, that's right. It's originally a comic book. That's Harvey mm-hmm. Comics. Casper was Harvey Comics. All right. Question three in category four is Devo's Double Down. What? Oh. Okay. You ready, Devo? Yeah. Okay. What 1960 movie was nominated for four Oscars, including Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Art Direction, and Best Actress in a Supporting Role? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. At least I think I have a movie from that year. You still think it, Andy? I am. I think it's too early, but I can't come up with anything else. I'm locked in. Let's start with David. I said Psycho. Kels? I also went with Psycho. And Andy. I went with Psycho, but I really thought Psycho was later than 1960. The correct answer is an Alfred Hitchcock joint, Psycho. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Right. Good job, David. Question four. What 1999 horror film is widely regarded to have popularized the found footage film technique? And for a bonus, what 1980 cult horror film is considered to be the first horror film movie using the technique? Oh, I know the first part, but not the second part. I don't know the second part. I'm locked in with both. I locked in. Found footage. No, I disagree. Well, let me do that. I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? What's the Blair Witch Project? And I said the 1980 movie was uh, Please Come Help Us. <laughs> Andy? Uh, Blair Witch. Uh, And uh, the 1980 movie was Herbie Goes Bananas. (laughs) Devo. Blair Witch Project for the main answer and the bonus. I said The Thing. Devo, I think you're probably more into horror movies than the rest of the gang. Would it help? you, You were all right. It was The Blair Witch Project. Would it have helped if I'd said that uh, Eli Roth recently did kind of a homage to this movie? Oh my god, yes. Does that help you come up with the answer? Oh, it, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, uh, man. Never heard of that. Never heard of it. They actually, it was an Italian I'm sticking film, with Herbie Goes Bananas. An Italian giallo movie where it's just this kind of extreme horror that they had and they actually had to bring the actors into court and the director because they were sued because they thought it was real really yeah they had to bring the actors and the director into court to show that the actors were indeed alive and not eaten by an indigenous tribe in the amazon so not like a snuff film right yeah all right at the end of round four kells has 98 andy 122 Devo 147 starting to run away with it starting to i like spooky stuff man However, yeah. category five is geography. Oh, spooky geography. Ooh. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. 
Transylvania is a historical region located in the central part of what country? Locked in. Locked in. Is everybody locked in? Andy might have muted himself. I think Andy muted his microphone. Yeah, I muted my microphone. <laughs> you know you don't have to tell me. I wonder why nobody's been we laughing at my jokes for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's why, Andy, because you were muted. Yeah, <laughs> you got us. <laughs> All right, David, what's your answer? Romania. Kels? Romania. And Andy? Romania. It is Romania. All right. Geography, question two. What U.S. city is famed for its estimated 1.5 million common brown bats, which spiral into the, in the most orderly fashion into the summer night from under the Congress Avenue Bridge? Congress Avenue oh. I'm locked in. I am locked in with a complete guess. Same here. I'm locked in. Andy? I'm going with Edgar Allan Poe's hometown, uh, Baltimore. David? Austin, Texas. Kels? Washington, D.C. The correct answer is Austin, Texas. Oh. David, you just knew that? I just knew that. It's a, it's a it's such a huge roost, it's actually protected by the city. Oh, okay. It's kind of a tourist attraction. Yeah, hmm. I'd kind of like to check it out. That it, I've seen I've seen video of it. It is very very cool, but Ooh. you know, one point five million bats is a lot of bats. Yeah, it's a lot of guano. That is a guano ton of guano. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Question three: What Long Island village was the site of a mass murder that led to a long running movie franchise? Locked in Island Village. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Why not? I'm locked in. All right, I'm locking in. Kels? I just guessed Amityville. Andy? Yeah, I think it's Amityville. Dayville. Amityville. It is Amityville. I'll tell you. Question four. The first city in the U.S. to plan an official Halloween celebration hosted the first Halloween parade in 1920. It was the city of Anoka. In what state... Would you find Anoka now billed as the Halloween capital of the world? Oh, wow. I've never heard of this. Anoka. No clue. I'm going to lock in. Oh, I'm... I've got two answers, but I'm, I'm a... Oh, man. Okay. I'm locked in, too. I'm concerned. <clears throat> Why do you have a thousand-point lead right now? No, about the, uh, this question specifically. I'll wait till Andy locks in and share my concerns hmm. as an indian name I'm, I'm gonna guess it's in one of the th original 13 colonies my thought process and i'm gonna go with massachusetts okay i guess we'll start with andy Deva. yeah apparently your <laughs> oh i'm sorry i just the way he wants to do it. <laughs> hundred shows in for, yeah, i'm locked in <laughs> No, okay, Andy, uh, we got your answer, Deva. See, I was thinking that this might be a berry trick where this is in Minnesota because oh. berries in Minnesota, but I don't like that answer, so I went with Wisconsin. And Kels. Well, Devo broke down my thought process, but I stuck with Minnesota, so I said Minnesota. 
Oh, no. Oh, I had my finger on the sweet button, but Kells pulled it out. Ah! You, Barry! I knew it! I knew oh. it, Barry! <laughs> you outburied yourself. <laughs> I did. I outburied myself. It's terrible. Barry does like his home state. Uh, so what made you think that would be one of the 13, original 13 colonies, Andy? I don't know. I just, in my, uh, I was totally gut instinct. I was thinking it seemed like a very, very old name. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe you misheard the year because it was 1920. No, no, no. I knew it wasn't right. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. And 16, 17, 20 would be burned at the stake for trying to do anything Halloween-esque. And that's why it was a big party. Unless it was in Rhode Island. Rhode Island probably would have been cool with it. <laughs> All right. At the end of round five, Kells has 128, Andy 142, Devo 177. Oh, there's that. Brings us to our final question. Our final category, which is hodgepodge. 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 Question one. The Oxford English Dictionary dates the appearance of this English word to 1734 in a travelogue entitled Travels of Three English Gentlemen. What is the word? And Barry put a clue in here. I don't know if it's supposed to be in easy mode or not, but I'll just tell you, the word is not Halloween. Uh, I don't know. Locked in. I have a guess. I'm going to lock in. I'm going to lock in with a silly guess. I'm locked in. Okay. Um, Andy. Headless Horseman? Deva? Trick or treat? I said spooky. Sweep the leg. Do you have a problem with that? Um, would it have helped if the if I told you that the three gentlemen uh, traveled to uh, Germany and areas in that realm? Oh, vampire. Is vampire. No. Okay. Neat. Kells, this is your oh. double down. Oh, great. And coincidentally, not only is it a movie question, it's a movie question about the Academy Awards. Are you kidding me right now? I, I, I got a shot. Do I, do I even need to stay on? <laughs> it's one question, Andy. There might be a chance to go get a bio break or something. I'm not going to do anything with this. <laughs> what was the first horror movie to be nominated for a Best Picture Academy Award? Ooh. Nominated. I'm locked in. Oh, look at the big brain on that one. <laughs> I have I have two really good ones. But uh one I know for I'm sure locked was in. nominated. And the other one I know is earlier, but I don't know if it was nominated for Best Picture. I'm going with my heart. I'm going with my favorite. Well, listen um, to your heart. Stop. When it's calling for you. I know what you're about to do. Um, I'm locked in. And There's nothing Neil else you can, can do. <laughs> Neil, can I guess the year? Yeah, you can guess the year. Yeah, um, is it 1973? Uh, Ooh, I'm wrong. It is, in fact, 1973. I am oh, correct. Man. I am wrong. So, Kells, what do you have? I have The Exorcist. Oh, duh. Uh, Andy? I went with the sixth sense. Ninety-nine. Uh, the Exorcist. The correct answer is the Exorcist. Um, nicely done. 
So the sixth sense would have been, I think, the third in '99. If you okay, include, if you include Jaws in '75 as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, do you do you count Silence of of the Lambs as a horror movie? It's the only horror movie to win Best Picture. Yeah, I don't. I think both of those are thrillers. Well, I don't think. Oh, that's true. I, th- I think you have to. I think there has to be a, for a horror movie. There has to be a supernatural element. Oh, that is absolutely incorrect. You think so? Okay. I'm not a big horror movie fan, to be sure. Halloween, Halloween wasn't, uh, has no supernatural stuff. No, he kind of, he disappears at the end. And Jaws does not either. Jaws has a big-ass shark. <laughs> well, and that's why I was saying I don't, I mean, I mean, Jaws monster close to it. But um, okay, I don't, I don't think Jaws, okay. I don't, I'd, say, I'd say Jaws is not a horror movie. I say Jaws is a thriller. And I think that, um... That uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs is a thriller, not a horror movie. I think it's a very fine line. It is. It to can be, sure. be a fine line. It because de- uh, it depends on how it's shot, and it depends on. I honestly think it depends on the the quote unquote monster, so the, and how mm-hmm. that monster is framed. Because Lecter is framed as this as an otherworldly horrific thing. You know, he's kept behind glass and he's strapped to a gurney and he's got oh, the thing point. in his face. And, you know, the the end of that movie when it's all in the, uh, you know, the, the night vision. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's terrifying. Horrible. Yeah, good point. Yep, what about point taken. Like, what about something like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Andy? Yeah, good. Yeah, no. yeah that's valid. Yeah, that's Nothing there's nothing supernatural. supernatural. It's just, yeah, all right. So regardless, it's that's all irrelevant because The Exorcist was the first in Rats. So twenty points for Kells. Yay. Question three: What Halloween candy invented in the eighteen eighties was originally called Chicken Feed? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Yeah, I made this one too easy. Nah, I just do this. Andy. <laughs> candy corn. Deva. Candy corn. Kells. Uh, if anybody has the spare time, look up Lewis Black's take on candy corn. It's hilarious. Oh, it is. I've heard candy corn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if this is. I thought I heard there, Kells, that candy corn was vegan. It might be. It's gross too. So okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I was. I was. <laughs> it, it I really like is. it, but I. Th- uh, oh no, it's not. It's it's got. <laughs> It's honey and butter. So never mind. Yeah, it's vegan strange. except for two of the four ingredients. <laughs> All right, final question. What supernatural creature in Latin American folklore is said to drink the blood of chickens and goats? Oh, locked oh, in. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah. locked, chickens are not vegan, in. by the way. They are not. Oh. Neither are goats. Gonna, I'm not going to spell it right, but that's it. Also, you should all watch the Mike Tyson mystery. Yes, that is hilarious. <laughs> did he do something? Did they do something about this? Yes. I think it's the they first did? episode. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's the first episode. Gonna use my fist. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta culture yourself, buddy. No, I, 
I'm afraid I'm going to grossly mispronounce this. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, you are. You utterly yeah. are. We're we, just waiting we, for it. We counted on it. So. All right. As long as, as long as I go last, I should be fine. It's been factored into the, into the equation. So. <laughs> Let's just start with Andy. Please really do. Her, I don't take requests usually, but you're going to be last anyway. <laughs> David? Damn it. Uh, chupacabra. <laughs> That's not how you were going to say it, was it? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest when we get to me. As the Chupacabra, which I think was like a slam ball team, too. No, I think <laughs> The Chupacabras. It was, it was on some TV show that used to come on, like Spike TV. I'm pretty sure. Heck yeah. It was some random sport. They had the Chupacabras as a team. Andy. Um, I was, I certainly was thinking what they were saying, but if I'm going to be completely honest and read what I have in front of me, I have (laughs) Cuba Cabra, K-U-B-A, K-A-B-R-A. Oh my goodness, that is all the way off. Your heart was in the right place, Andy. All right. At the end of our regular rounds, the scores are thus. Andy, 162. Kells, 168. Devo, 207. Well, that's pretty much out of reach. Spooky. It is spooky. I am. So we have a final final question, which is worth up to 100 points. Mm-hmm. According to CandyStore.com, they took 12 lists of the best and worst candies. Um, they grabbed all that data, added in, in their own customer survey data of over 20,000 people, and as they say, mashed them all together into the ultimate list. So Ooh. I need you to tell me, I don't know, I'll, I'll let you guys choose. Do you want to do you want to do the best Halloween candies or the worst Halloween candies? Ooh. Best according to their series. I think worst would be harder. I yeah, I yeah. do too. I'd rather do best. No, I'd rather well, do worst. Overruled, Andy. I'd rather do worst. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Okay. So I can give you a specific example. Uh number number 2 on the best list was M&Ms. That would have encompassed all variations of M&M's. Sure. Right? Okay. So mm-hmm. that's that's the level that we're looking at. Okay. Well, then give me the top 10 worst candies or bottom 10 worst candies, depending on how you look at it. Uh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother, the Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bubba. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. Boy Wonder Nougat. (laughs) 
Man. Oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I got three and I'm struggling. <laughs> I can think of candy I don't like. Right. But you like four candies. That's not true. I like a lot of candies. Oh, man. I've got my ten. I don't know if they're right or not, but they're... I, I don't feel confident about mine. I, don't know I think there's going to be some weird candy on there. You did pick the hard ones. We did. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I got six, seven counting. Boy Wonder nougat. <laughs> got <none. laughs> uh, Oh, um, nah, it's not candy. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Pennies don't are, count because <laughs> they are gross to me. Did you ever get pennies? Pennies? No, no, no. Trick or treat. I, I got pennies once. Did you really? Like, no. Yeah. Like money. Like yes, like pennies, once. like a handful of pennies. <laughs> Were you in Victorian England? <laughs> I got a farthing. <laughs> I, I have ten things listed. I'm I'm fine with my six. I can't come up with three more. I'm done. All right, everybody's locked in, so let's go through the list. Number 10 on the list, black licorice. Oh, I, have just plain, I, just have I have just plain licorice with that cover, or is there licorice on this list? No, that, that is licorice. It's okay. like, okay. Specific, it's not including red licorice, which isn't really licorice anyway. No, those are okay. vines right. or Twizzlers and stuff. Yeah. Okay, I have licorice. Uh, number nine, good and plenty. Which is got it. Got it. Did not get that. Gross. <laughs> it is gross. Good and plenty is candy coated licorice. Black or licorice. Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? I never had it. it. I'm glad. It's, you know. Yeah. Choo Choo Charlie is the engineer. Um, number eight. Mary Jane. Code. <laughs> no, that's the original advertisements for the for Good and Plenty. Choo Choo Charlie was the engineer. Good and Plenty, Good and Plenty, Good and Plenty, Good and Plenty. You know why there's plenty? Because nobody <laughs> eats it. Not that good. It ain't good. <laughs> Nobody's eating it. We got leftovers. Oh man. Okay, number eight, uh, Mary Jane's. What the hell Excuse is Mary Jane's besides the, the good stuff? No, these I are was going to say, I never, I never was unhappy with that treat. I these are, yeah. these are uh, kind of rectangular, sort of brick-shaped, uh, wrapped in yellow paper with a red stripe around it. They're mm -hmm. uh, peanut butter and molasses flavored. Oh, I know what those are. I just didn't know what those na they were named. I know what those are now. Number seven, <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie yep. Rolls. Got it. I used to love them. But I get it. Number six, Necco Wafers. Oh, I got that. No Necco Wafers. Number seven, Smarties. Got it. Got it. Oh, should have come up with that one. I did not. Number four, Wax Cola Bottles. I remember those. But... They are horrible. <laughs> I, do you guys remember? I almost put down Wax Lips. And I thought, no, they don't do those anymore. I think you can still find them, like at Cracker Barrel or someplace. But yeah, yeah, but they are awful. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> number three, circus peanuts. Got it. That was number one for me. I did I not have, even think I of that. Like circus peanuts. Really weird. Yes. What is it about you? When the when the entire <laughs> world goes right, there's Dave. <laughs> no. 
All right, number two. Uh, they call them peanut butter kisses. They're basically um, red, uh, orange and black wrapped peanut yes. butter candies. Oh, I remember. I those. didn't know what they were called. Yeah. Me either. That's what they said here. Nobody knows what they're called, but that's that's what they're. Called. <laughs> and number one, Kel's number one favorite candy, candy corn. Candy corn. Candy corn. <laughs> wow. So Dude. I have a I have a couple bones to pick with this list. <laughs> okay. Why, Dave? Because why didn't they include that nasty hard pink bubble gum? Oh yeah, that's a good one. That you chew like for like. The... The, the blue and yellow light wrapping. Yeah, that went that you chew three times and the flavor's gone. It was gone. I also was surprised that the Werther's slash butterscotch old people candy Werther's was not on the list. Delicious, but those aren't really are. Halloween candy. I mean, people. Don't I put them. Mike and Ike's on here. Really? Oh, I can see that. Yeah. You don't like Mike and Ike's? No. Huh. I, and I also put down now and later's. Direct your concerns, Andy or uh, Devo, to uh, CandyStore.com. I'm sure they'll be happy to hear your complaints. Well, CandyStore.com knows their business, but <laughs> so just for nerds fun, should have been on there. Just for fun, <laughs> here's the the ten best Halloween candies. Uh, number ten was the Hershey okay. bar, of course. Okay. Uh, number nine, nerds. What? <laughs> that is such lies. Nerds are fun. Nerds are gross. <laughs> I didn't say they were good. I said they were fun. No. Kel's Nemesis, the Butterfinger. Yeah. The Kit Kat. Twix. Yep. Sour Patch Kids. Skittles. Skittles. Oh, I hate Skittles. Snickers. M&M's. Yeah. yeah. And number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Because they are the greatest candy in the world. It's really hard to beat that. I currently have a bag of the white chocolate uh, peanut butter cups in my classroom. And, uh, nice. They're, they're delightful. Hey, do you want to finish up the show? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, how many did you get? I got four. Four. That brings you to 202 and second place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully nobody else got any points. <laughs> Maybe. I got six. Six? Oh. That brings you to 228. <laughs> You're currently in first place, unless Davo got more than three. Davo. I got five. Oh. 257 points for Davo. Yay! <laughs> well done, Davo! Like, take your victories when you can get them. <laughs> well played, Davo. Well, well played, you. indeed. Thank you, Barry, for excellent questions. And thank you to all of our listeners out there. Um, well, we've had some good news with the patrons. We've, we've added some new patrons. We've had lots of collaborations. Kels, you want to tell them about your latest collaboration? Uh, yeah, I was, on the, I was a guest on the Hollywood Cast Connection. I had a really good time. Y'all should check out that episode when you get a chance. Hollywood Cast Connection? Yes. It's kind of like um, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Is that mm-hmm. kind of how they play it? Very much so. What a slight twist. Cool. And Kels and I uh, appeared as a as a tag team on oh, the uh, Benchwarmers 
sports trivia podcast. We had a blast doing that. It's our second time on that show. So Two give time. them a listen. Two time. So give them a listen. <laughs> they are a great bunch of guys. And if you like tr- sports and you like trivia, they go. They do deep, deep dives onto the sports trivia. It's really good stuff. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is your host, Davo, with Kells. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> wow. Andy. Macy, if you can hear us, let us know where Dave has you. Send us some sort of clue, some sort of message. Stay alive. Whatever may occur, I will find you. <laughs> so long, Lady Brenners. And Neil. Quoth the Raven, nevermore. Ooh, was that spooky? Down my spine. Yeah, yeah that was good. Book. You should do books on tape. <laughs> I listened to them. Signing off. It's a start. Uh, greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or Facebook's more your deal. You can look them up at Brain Ladle Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLadleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon. Where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44, and I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. Let's do this. Hmm. It is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it off after like two minutes. <laughs> I think a chupacabra's got your baby. I think my baby is fighting a chupacabra for supremacy. <laughs> yeah. Use my fist to beat the shit out of a chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This <laughs> is so funny. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.